Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to a very special birthday edition of Just Around the Corner, episode 18. I'm Dan, I'm a Dave here on 4680Q downtown Niagara Falls. Today's show is sponsored by Lupo's Little Italy here in Niagara Falls, located on Morrison Street in the Canadian Tire Plaza. And me and uh, my guest, we actually enjoyed our lunch from there today, special birthday lunch over there at John Franco's place. So thanks, John Franco, for uh, all you do for our show and uh, and the wonderful food you put into our community. Thank you, sir. And thanks for sponsoring all of May and all of June. We're at the end of June, but we're giving them an extra show next week just because. So thanks, John Franco. We also mentioned last uh, week... Um, uh, before I get to our announcement that we made, that uh, a close friend of ours, a member of Light of Day family, Jesse Malley, just Malin was in need of our assistance after suffering a spinal stroke in early May. And uh, if you're able to help at all, uh, obviously uh, prayers and positive vibes are great. Some PMA is what uh, he likes to tell everybody to have. So hopefully everybody keeps that PMA and he keeps the PMA. But uh, he also could use a little bit of help uh, financially. So if you go over to sweetrelief.org, that's sweet, S-W-E-E-T, relief, R-E-L-I-E-F, dot org, slash, Jesse Mallon Fund, dot H-T-M-L. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-A-L-I-N-F-U-N-D, dot H-T-M-L. So that's uh, sweetrelief.org, slash, Jesse Mallon Fund, dot H-T-M-L, and help them out. And last week, we had a very special guest because we made our big announcement for Light of Day 2023. Our headliner this year is going to be the great Jake Clemens from the Jake Clemens Band. He's going to be here with his band. They're on a little bit of a hiatus, about a month hiatus with the E Street Band. So before they jump on their Canadian portion of their tour, he's going to be playing at the Central Community Center in Niagara-on-the-Lake for our first lighted day in five years. Actually, six years, to be honest. The first live one. So we are really, really, really looking forward to that. So uh, look for uh, our friend Jay Clemens to be on our show somewhere in the near future to talk more about the show. Uh, we're also going to be uh, announcing our lineup as we go uh, over the next few weeks. You'll be getting it first right here on 4680Q on Just Around the Corner. So listen in every week and don't forget you can catch us on Spotify pretty soon on Apple Music or, or Apple Podcasts. I'm just doing that now. Uh, I got a few up there but I want to get them all up shortly. Just search for Just Around the Corner. Now, I've been looking forward to today's show since I marked it in the calendar. Uh, when I was looking at all the Tuesdays, June 27th popped up, and it was a special uh, person's birthday. So I thought, what a perfect way to uh, celebrate his birthday, talk about his new album. Uh, our special guest, who will be with us in a few minutes, hails from Niagara Falls. He grew up in the Light of Day family, attending his first show back in 2007. I remember telling him at the Niagara Falls uh, NFCVI Auditorium with my old high school. I remember he was sitting in the seats, and I walked up to him, and they were in row four or five. They were right up close. It was Auntie Sue and my wife, Anna, and Evan, and they were sitting there. And I remember saying, hey, you want to play Light of Day 10 when you get buried? You think I could, Dad? I said, hey, if you work real hard, you never, ever know. Well, he did. And he's played several Light of Day shows here in Canada, Annisbury Park since, uh, including that Light of Day show with the, the great Steve Earle as our headliner. Uh, he has a debut album coming out in the fall called Happy to Be Here. And before we bring the birthday boy on, I want to pay the, play the title track from the upcoming album. So here's our in-studio guest, Mr. Evan Rotella, with the title track of his new album, 
Here's happy to be here. Enjoy. Some days are clouds. Some days feel just like rain. But you wake up in the morning and it's all the same. Some days I thank my lucky stars. Some days I'm howling at the moon. No matter what, I go to bed and pray to God that I'm here tomorrow afternoon. But sometimes I complain about the things that gone bad, about the things that I want, about the things I never had.
That was Evan Rotella with the title track from his upcoming debut album, Happy to Be Here. And that piano at the end was our friend, Mr. Frankie Peterangelo. Had some cool people on that uh, particular song. We had Nicole Seminara and Miles Rogers from Gin, Frankie Peterangelo, who everybody in Niagara Falls knows. And, of course, the great Mark Rogers on the drum. Uh, also owns Impressions Recording Studio. We'll talk about all of that later. But we've got our special guest in the house right now. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, Ev has been part of Light of Day since he was three. He had his first gig when he was 11 in a theater lobby, opening for a CD release for um, Corey Cruz. And his first stage gig at the age of 12, opening for the great Willie Now. And that was right around the corner pun intended, at the uh, Seneca Theater right here downtown Niagara Falls. He's been on stage with Bruce Springsteen, Steve Earle, Southside Johnny, Bobby Mahoney. Ooh, hey, did you guys hear that? That was it. We've, we've been having a little uh, iPad issue, but we got it, we've got it taken care of here, so I think we're good now. Are we good? I think we're good. Okay, I got it set up. He's played at the Stone Pony four times now for Light of Day Asbury Park, including his past year. Uh, he's met, he has mentioned his, he played his first Light of Day show when he was 14 here at the Scotiabank Theater. He sleeps down the hall from me and his mother, and 19 years ago, on this very day, he was brought into this crazy old goofy world. Please welcome the birthday boy, Mr. Evan Rotella. <laughs> Evan, a little Jesse Mountain to bring you on. I thought we'd turn up the mains with that. How you doing, Ev? Good, how are you? Well, I, I'm all right now. I was stumbling through the iPad there because right. I was trying to get that song ready. And the problem with this uh, little uh, this little setup here is that you're trying to look down and over. I tell people every week when I mess up. But uh, you can see it now, right? I'm trying to hit the <laughs> iPad and do things I want. So when you're 57, you're only 19, you can you can multitask. I have a tough time doing that. So are you, are you excited to I'm be so on the show? Excited. Thanks for having have me. Have you been telling all your friends you're going to be on Dad show? Today? I have been. <laughs> so you're legal drinking now. I am, man. Hey? First drink Legal today. drinking age. You're going to have your first drink tonight? First ever drink. Never had a drink before. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy because, you know, uh, when I was his age, um, I may have had a drink or two beforehand. Then you could become a father and you're like, hey, no drinking. Don't be like your dad, right? Yeah. You're all right. <laughs> you're pretty good. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show. I know it's your birthday and uh, you got stuff planned. So thanks for taking time out of your busy day for me, buddy. Uh, easy. <laughs> I don't got nothing going on. Pulled you away from your controller, and here you are with your hour. guitar. So you're going to play a few songs for us a little, yes, in a little a bit, right? I'll play a couple. So I'm going to ask you a question I ask everybody that comes in here, uh, whether they're the great Jay Clemens. Uh, or me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't matter what, what level they're at. I want to ask this question because I'm very intrigued. Uh, I happen to know all your answers, so it's not as intriguing. But uh, what was it that made you want to play tell everybody what made you want to play music i remember when it all changed but you tell everybody well a cute story is uh is pulling out barney and putting springsteen in it too but uh, that's just a dream at that point and uh, we went to see springsteen in buffalo when i was uh 12 i think for the river anniversary tour and that was one moment where i thought maybe i would like to do this but i think more so when we went to see brian found the town ballroom in buffalo uh, when I uh, kind of realized I think I could do that, and maybe not to that extent, but uh, just making music and kind of writing like Brian Fallon would be kind of cool to write songs, and yeah, I yeah. think that's when it all changed. Okay, so now I, I just want to elaborate on something because that was the funny story I was hoping you were telling, was that there was a point when you were little, and uh, you were two, and Mom was watching you, 
And I came home and you, you were watching a DVD that I just picked up, not because I was ever going to watch, because I already had all these on the old VHS tapes, which you don't even know who, what those are, I don't think. Oh, you, you remember? No. Oh, yeah, you had, they were, you had them for a bit uh, in your early days. But uh, I had, it was a Springsteen video uh DVD where it was all the old videos that he had on MTV and so on and you were watching it and your mother said he watches this every day he took out Barney thank God and <laughs> it was Bruce Springsteen every day and I don't know if you remember but I remember even in the new house because uh, you were only about two and a half when we moved in there you, you'd be sitting watching Neil Young's Russ Never Sleeps which I thought was a little freaky because they had those guys with the hoods, and I thought, oh, that's going to terrorize him. Kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. <laughs> so when you grew up, who were your biggest influences? Springsteen. Um, I know people th probably think that maybe my dad just brings me to Springsteen concerts, but I'm uh, like obsessed with the guys still. Uh, Brian Fallon, Arkells, Gloria Sons, Bobby Mahoney, and the Seven Son, Joe Grishecki. Uh A lot of those Light of Day, every one of those Light of Day bands are, are my uh idols like my heroes in music because i got well, to grow up around them yeah i was i was saying earlier in my uh, botched uh, intro that you know you, you uh you know three years old when you first came to a light of day show and you kind of grew up with derso and grushecki and willie and all those boys and then later on uh, the greedy souls so you had uh, a lot of these guys in your life and you looked up to all of them jake last week said that all the guys in the East street band he looked at his uncles and i just kind of looked at every light of day except for bobby i just I look at Bobby as like I don't know, like older brother, older brother type of thing, because he's my age, but around my age. But all those other guys, I, I look at as like uncles and you know musical fathers. Even though I have a very musical father, just like other musical stepfathers. Well, you don't have a musical father, you know. I always well, said I was a, a as a DJ, I was a wannabe musician, and now uh, because I have a face for radio, I'm on the radio right now. But you know, doing a job. Now you mentioned Bobby Mahoney, and now obviously. You know, last year, maybe not right about this time, but pretty soon we went down to his wedding. Um, the Mahoney's have become good friends, and Bobby's become a good friend. But Bobby, to you, is is more than just a good friend. Like he's he's kind of like you know Bruce was to me growing up. Bobby is to you, right? You kind of look look up to Bobby that yeah, way. Yeah, Bobby's been way nicer to me than he had to be. And um, <laughs> it's weird because Bobby, it's not like me and Bobby like will like I won't text him on Saturday and ask what's going on. It's not that type of thing. It's but every time I see Bobby and every time he texts me, it's not uh, a bother. I don't feel like I'm bothering him ever. He's been so good, you know, really good to me. He's reached out to me. He texted me this morning for my birthday. Uh, obviously, he invited us to his wedding, which was, you know, cool. And he fed us pretty well. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, just, it was a great wedding. And he's a great, he just, you know, when I saw him the first time in the lobby, he probably thought I was just being a weird kid. But I texted him after on Facebook because I had Facebook for some reason. And, and I kept telling him how much I loved him. And I hope he knows that. Like 15 years later, I wasn't just blowing, you know, smoke. Sky <laughs> blowing smoke up his ass. Yeah, <laughs> you can say that. I I wasn't just doing that. I was, I was a, just because I was eight. I loved music, and 15 years later, I love him. His so, music even more. So now that you're 19, you think you can drink and swear on the air? Yes. Right. Remember, maybe. you're still with your dad. Ryan Lund led me, so I thought maybe, I didn't know if there was different rules for different ones. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no rules here, bud. So, you know, one of the things I always enjoyed was uh, back when I had the office not too long ago, uh, but when you were a little bit younger, you used to, probably five, six years ago, you used to give me a call or text and say, hey, Dad, when you get home, I got a, I got a brand new song. And I'd come home and I'd, I'd listen, and 99% of the time I'd be blown away and go, wow. Well, maybe once I said, well, you could probably work on this. But for the most part, I loved everything you did. What age did you actually start writing songs? Nine, but they, were, they sucked. They what? weren't good. 
Yeah, I was, I was, of course. I was nine it. years old. I've gotten a lot better since then. Thankfully. But <laughs> thankfully. I wasn't, I don't know. It was actually the first song I wrote was kind of good. It was catchy, but it just wasn't great. You know, wasn't what I But you had started. Now. But you I started, started writing very young. Really? Just because, you know, I was watching these guys. And I thought at nine I was already Bruce, so I, <laughs> I thought I had to catch up. I thought by 15 I had missed my prime because Justin Bieber was already big by 13, so <laughs> I thought I missed it all. No, no, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of work, and I know you now know that uh, playing all the time and spending so much time in the recording studio. Um, so you started writing songs early, but songs that you really took a liking to and put down on paper and, and, and wanted to record. How old were you then? Like 13, going yeah. into high school. So you put out a demo tape CD. Now, uh, one of the things that you and I had talked about was, uh, or I remember mentioning it to you, saying, you know, we went into uh, see Paul Gigliotti. Uh, Paul's got a studio here in Niagara Falls, and uh, Paul was kind enough to uh, record a ton of your demos and then they were it was more to for you to listen to and to have his keepsakes and then one day i was doing a cd for a dan i'm a client it might have even been danny g danny gochner and uh, i thought hey we should we should order a few of these for evan and call it the demo tape steal it off of bruce springsteen so that came out last year so tell us a little bit about the demo tapes and the songs on that uh those songs are songs i wrote from i think 13 to there's a couple that I wrote when I was sixteen or seventeen, and those are those are good songs. You know, looking back, they're good songs. There's there's way more better songs in the chamber, and uh, this new record is you know obviously those are the songs that I want you to pay attention to. But the demo tapes are cool for looking to where it started, and to where I've come from, and maybe the growth in writing because there's there's a lot of same progressions and flipped around uh, lines that you know you reuse a couple times. But I think the new record is awesome. I think. The demo tapes are cool to see where I started and where I'm... Hey, listen, when you go back to the John Hammond demo tapes that Springsteen did, and you listen to songs, Arabian Nights, and all these different songs that he did on there, uh, and and not that particular one, uh, actually, but some of those songs, those lines... In some of those songs, he used later on in in songs that ended up being iconic. So, yeah. you know, you start with something, and if it don't work, you you reuse them. So, you know, and that's why I kind of stole the the uh, cover idea from the, the John Hammond demo tapes because I was hoping that one day, you know, you'd have oh, well. you'd be able to look back and they'll say in Rolling Stone. So you had some demos. Yeah. You ever gonna Rolling redo Stone. them forty years later like Bruce did with Priest? Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. You never know. We might get another version of all these people. Or might, that way you might. You never know. Looking forward to that. So you've got a new album coming out in the fall. I've been lucky enough to be a part of this. You guys have allowed Dad to sit in the corner and do his handy clapping once in a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I'm not, not, I really can't keep a beat. But, uh, you know, I've had a little bit of input, but I've just been there watching and and just, I can't believe the educational experience. It's been uh, with Miles and Mark Rogers from Impression Studio. How's how's that process been for you? Because, I mean, we really started in what, it was Uh, October 2021. October 2021. Yeah, Yeah, so it's been a couple years. So how's the process been to you? Well, I mean, like, they're, well, you don't, you, uh, you know, I didn't know uh, about much about Mark and Miles, and then everywhere I go and I talk to people about everybody you know, Mark knows Rogers, him. everyone knows him, <laughs> and so I, I, I trusted I'm, I was in good hands, and um, it was uh, probably the best thing that ever happened, because I mean, to your music for yeah, sure, yeah, because Mark has, um, 
Mark's taken on a mentor role, and Miles has taken on a good mentor and friend role because I, you know, if I've had problems in music, I've texted Miles and asked for advice, and you know, Mark called me this morning, and you know, before even talking about music, we had like a five-minute conversation, asked me about stuff, and you know, said happy birthday. So they, uh, I'm really happy I met both of them because they're both really smart, a lot smarter than I am, and so uh, if I didn't have them there. These are just songs on notes still because they really helped a lot. Miles is brilliant, you know, like he's um, he's got great ideas. I mean, that's the one thing he's not he's not void of ideas. He's always cinema. Miles something. like watching Get Back. He's like watching yeah. a documentary. He just has like these ideas, and you hear him for the first time, and you think that that'll never work, and then he does the idea, and it's awesome. Like, yeah, Mark and Miles are. You can tell that that's his son because. Miles is like musical genius, like just sitting there watching him do his thing. Yeah, awesome. you can you can always see the hamster moving on the wheel when awesome. when when the song's on, and and he's always got ideas, and sometimes they work, and sometimes they don't. But he's always throwing out some great ideas. And you 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 know, as a father, uh, it's been great for you uh, to see you in great hands. I mean, I was amazed that you brought in acoustic songs and <laughs> you sang and played guitar, and then they took these things. And they made them songs. I mean, you worked together with them. Don't get me wrong. No, they, I know you did. They but, did but their vision the for you and, and Mark's uh, understanding of the Americana uh, feel that you wanted has been, it's just been brilliant. And uh, can't thank those guys enough. And, uh, hope you know, if they're listening, uh, thanks, guys. But yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> appreciate what you've done for Ev. And I know, I know how much he, he appreciates it. And so are you, you're looking forward to that new album? Are you, are you getting excited? We're in the final I'm, stages? I'm very excited. For me, it's been out for a while because I've written, <laughs> but I'm excited for everyone else to hear it. Um, again, like Mark, I mean, he kind of, I don't know, he kind of like took a chance. If I saw a 16-year-old kid come to my you know door and want to record, I'd probably tell him he got lost. So he, uh, he, I'm really thankful that you let me record. I think, I think we recorded a really good album, and um, I'm excited for the next one. But for now, this one is. Uh, and it was it was cool because I remember that first night we just went in. You brought a guitar, and they scary. said, "Hey, play me, play." Yeah, you were scared. <laughs> they play three or four, <laughs> three or four songs, and uh, I remember uh, talking to Mark, and he was he was quite excited about the process. So I know you thank him, you know, for taking a chance, but he obviously saw something and, uh, as, as do many people. And, you know, I've always told you, I'm your biggest critic, but I'm also your biggest fan. And, uh, uh I'm really looking forward to this album. It's been a labor of love as our friend Joe Grushek, he would say. It's been awesome. It's been uh, awesome. And I know you're going in the studio tomorrow to, yeah. uh, fix something up because something. you heard something, yep. but there's been a lot of growth, right? Don't you feel like you, you have more input now than you did that first day when you sat there, kind of dumbfounded. Yeah, I was a little scared the first day, but uh and now I know Mark and Miles enough to tell them if I don't like an idea, you know, like you if I if, <laughs> if you tell me an idea I don't like, I'm pretty quick I can tell you I don't like it, but when they had ideas I didn't like, I would just, you know, kind of ease around it, but uh now I'm comfortable enough to kind of shut down things or to start things or Yep. Hey, so yeah, it just took a while. It's been cool. It's been cool sitting back watching because uh, you've grown a lot in those uh, eighteen months of uh, recording and and, and, I, and I know you. Uh, what's that? Not height wise. We've, we've grown <laughs> no, yeah, mentally. Right. His his growing lead people. His growing height wise has stopped because he's a Rotella. So that's uh, that's oh. how that goes in our family. So we're gonna take a quick break from me and the interview. Uh, and you're going to play one of the songs from this new album. And on the other side, we have a little bit of a show announcement uh, for the Light of Day 2023. And you said you were going to play uh, one of the songs that's actually a single. Uh, Evan put this single out last year on CD and obviously on Spotify. So I'm going to let you set this up, Ev. I got the volumes up. Are you ready to go? Yep, I'm good. All right. All right. 
a song I wrote a little bit ago. Uh, it's called When I Was a Kid. It's about the stupid things I said when I was younger. Even though the When I Was a Kid title is a little misleading. But I guess uh, today I'm not. I'm officially not a kid, I think. Uh, still teen. I used to wake up in the night in case you'd call. I used to say the bread songs on my bedroom wall. If you can't hear me outside your door, just yelling. Come on home. I used to write down my dreams on a blank white page. Too much to see. Send you my letters that I wrote when I was young. Sign them, kid, I was before, and the man I have become. I never meant to hurt you, but sometimes. When I was a kid I used to spend my time Thinking up these lies Writing down my paintings on these Write down your name on my jacket sleeve. Trace every letter through each stitch and weave. Now these days I don't fall so easily. I wished I'd done instead 
time and every word I wrote in those misbegotten prayers. I never said I loved you and sometimes I wished I did. Those were just some stupid things I didn't say when I was a kid. Rotella with When I Was a Kid, the third release from his upcoming album, Happy to Be Here. I'm Dan, I'm a Dave, and you're listening to Just Around the Corner on Niagara's Internet Radio Station 4680Q, beautiful downtown Niagara Falls, and we're sponsored, as always, by Lupo's Little Italy, the food truck, the Canadian Tire Plaza on Morrison Street. Check them out. And, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier, but of course I screwed it up. You know, I do that. That's my job. I don't want to do anything completely perfect. That it's, uh, it's, our, it's our boy's birthday today. And uh, this Happy is what I meant to hit. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah, you know. Happy birthday. Even in my DJ days, I wasn't great with sound effects, but I wanted to bring that in. Happy birthday, Evan. Uh, last week, uh, we announced that the Jay Clemens Band will be closing our show in October. That's right. They're going to be headlining Light of Day 2023 here in Canada. And since you're here with us, Ev, on the show, uh, I wanted everyone to know. Uh, it's a small uh, little announcement. Like I said, we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be revealing all our different artists as we move along. And since you're here today, I want to let everyone know that you'll be opening the show as Evan Rotella and friends. And some of those friends, Mark Miles, Miles Rogers, Frank Peterangelo, and maybe Nicole Seminaire. We're not quite sure. We're going to be yeah. working on that. But uh, are you excited? I'm very excited. I wonder how I got in. Well, you know, nepotism is a thing. And, uh, you know, hey, listen. I'm if, excited. Well, you know, if I was coaching AAA hockey, you'd be my goalie. I hope so. Well, there you go. So i got to do the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's not like you haven't earned it, my friend. So right. so are you excited to be up on that stage kicking excited. off a show? Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be really cool. The people I got up there with me, it's going to be even better. So I can't wait. Well, yeah, you've got uh, one hell of a band. When you say friends, uh, I want to call them all-star band. But, it is you know, It is kind of an all-star band, that's for damn sure. So, you know, speaking of Light of Day, uh, this isn't your first uh, rodeo with uh, Light of Day. Uh, you know, you started, I think I said uh, you were three when you first started coming out. That was Light of Day 1 over here at my old high school auditorium. So when did you actually start playing Light of Day. Do you remember the first time you ever played Light of Day Canada, first off? The Blue Rodeo Light of Day, right? In the, in the Is that lobby, what it was? Yeah. Oh, that's right. We had Blue Rodeo at the Meridian Center. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I played Light of Day. You played in the lobby, and we didn't even have a PA for no, you, which was, was kind of funny. I don't blame you. And you and you really didn't know many, you know, many no. chords. We had, we had a court. We didn't have an iPad. We had everything on paper. Yeah, and I remember was, Danny Gochnar coming down to join you. And you yeah, had and I forgot the song that we were playing, so we played a verse <laughs> together. I played "Hasn't Hit Me Yet" to warm up everybody. Oh, uh, when I think back, I just remember being so proud. This my boy. Yeah, and, it wasn't great. Know, oh, um, I had a fedora. You, you, you did. You wore a fedora. I don't That's know. Cool. Were you in your soprano stage at the time? Uh, no, it was Run DMC or something. <laughs> so that was your that was your first sight of day, and then the next year. 
was next year. No, I was in school. I was in school. Schmeck next year. I the most school. Schmeck next year. Actually, you know what? Yeah, it's a completely different person, though. Well, yeah, you. I was just thinking, you changed a great He's deal because you year. went from this little kid who could barely strum, and then you played the next year. You know what I think it was though, Ev? There was a year gap. There was oh, a maybe. there was a gap. Yes, there was. Yeah. Between light of day nine and light of day. 10 so light of day 10 i was 11 for light of day 9 and light of day 10 i was yeah i was going into grade 8 already yeah so, so yeah i might seven, have my day something something like you that. know i'm getting old so remembering back but i remember that was at the scotia bank dave hodge was our host mm. and you and your teacher at the time anthony de carlo got up yeah. and you guys and i played in the lobby that time too Oh, that's right. You were actually in the lobby with a bunch of other people. Owen Rizzo and a bunch of guys were yeah. were playing from the Niagara Rock Academy. Yeah, we played a song. Yeah, a and then you got up and you uh, you did an acoustic set. What songs did you do with I, Anthony? Uh, no Surrender and Bob Cajun. Right? Bob, yeah, yeah, you did Bob Cajun. Now I'll always remember. I got to tell the, the folks this because you 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 remember the story. Well, I, I don't remember it happening because I didn't know until you, I but, got up. That's right. So Ev's playing Bob Cajun. Uh, at the Scotia Bank, and you know he was doing. He did a great job. I mean, the, the videos online, you can tell he's checking out. But him and Anthony were were doing Bob Cajun, and the funniest thing was Miss Emily's band was up next, and Gord Sinclair from the Tragically Hip was up adjusting his bass because they were on next, and he turned around and looked, and and, and there's this little kid playing Bob Cajun, and I thought, oh, if Evan saw him, he would be so bloody nervous. <laughs> and yeah, be like, weird. It'd be like having Ryan Miller sitting behind you at, <laughs> at a hockey game. Yeah, no, that would have been weird. That's but good. good cool it's that? cool you're... then I got off, but it wouldn't have been cool when I was on. <laughs> I remember telling you, like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you probably wish it if you, if you knew that one. That was, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, it was pretty, that was cool. You your pants, I know. But, that was uh, a cool moment. That was a cool moment, and... So that was light of day ten, uh, light of day eleven. I can't remember. Was that Southside light of day, or am I going too far? It was not that the next yeah. one after Steve Earle was Southside. Yeah, it was Southside Johnny Ezra Dukes right over here, and yeah. you played Head you by played... a Century and Refugee with Bobby Mahoney. Yeah, Bobby Mahoney joined because I remember you guys up in the VIP room working yeah, on yeah. Refugee like five yeah. minutes before show started. <laughs> yeah, we were working on it. You and Bobby have done a lot together in the past. Yeah, we've played. A lot together. He's, he calls me up. It's it's really nice when we go to this jersey and he calls me up on stage and stuff. So yeah, he's, he's your adopted guy. big brother. So yeah. Uh, so now because you've been involved in both lighted days uh, here in Canada, and we'll talk about Asbury Park in a few minutes. Uh, I talked a little bit about it with with John Caffrey. Um, what was your favorite memory? Can you bring back a memory that you had with the lighted day Canada? Uh, Lighted Day Canada. Oh, I don't know if this is PG. I, I peed besides Al Litterwood. <laughs> Am I allowed to say well, that? Yeah. I said it. Okay, so you okay? Let's just let's just state you weren't in the you weren't in the no, fields. No, no. You weren't in the. No, back we were in the washroom. You were in the washroom. Okay. And there was a thing between us, so okay, it was like we were good. talking. So Alex Litterwood from Santana. Cool. That was because it was from Santana, and we just nodded at each other. I had the same experience at the casino over the river with John Hyatt. So yeah, I was like, cool. turned turned and looked and went. That's yeah, John Hyatt. Hi, John. <laughs> it was really, yeah, it was not, I mean. No peeking, but, but you know. I, I, <laughs> Roddy Piper, because I was, like, really into wrestling. And oh, The yeah, bagpipes cool. down the hall. But, yeah, I just, I probably, probably playing at the Scotiabank with Anthony. That was really cool. Yeah, that and, was. And I, and I always liked Steve Earle yeah. uh, growing up. And you got to be on stage for the finale. Yeah, it was Steve Earle, and everyone was up there. I think that was the first time. I mean, I've been on stage for finales, but that was the first time I'd been, like, a musician on stage for finale and not a little kid on, well, I was still. I was still a kid, but it was, I was playing the show and it, right. it felt different and I felt 
Uh, like I was a part of it. You weren't just dad's kid. No, I wasn't just. Right. Yeah, it was. It was really. That was fun. And yeah. I had new people that were watching, and I felt like a big shot. It was really cool. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, the finale is one of my favorite parts of the whole thing, and you know, I, I've always wanted you to be part of the the finale once you started doing the you know the music thing. So uh, yeah. it was cool. It was cool to see up there. We got some great pictures of you and Steve Earle and and yeah. all those guys up there. So uh, and now you can you can do light of day yourself. You you play that song so much. You yeah, can probably, uh, that's uh, it's a I've staple adopted and, it a little bit. Yeah, you have, and you do a damn good job. Yeah. But now. Uh, now I'm going to tell the folks that you know Evan started in Asbury Park Light of Day uh, at uh, something called Kid Rock, uh, the Kids Kid Rock, right? Yeah, the Kid, Kid Rock, Rock Kids Rock show, and Rob Die uh, put that. Well, they they all put it on, but Rob Die was in charge of that particular show, and he asked Evan to come out, and so he played. You played the first show at the Stone Pony on was, the main stage. Yeah, you were on the big stage. That was cool. That was pretty. That cool. wasn't bad. And who was in the crowd while you were? Every, uh, it seemed like you know everyone. Jogashreki came in, and I think Durso was there, and Miss Emily was there, and cool. uh, Danny Gord Hunter. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Sam there. That? Oh, I can't remember if Sammy was there, but uh, uh, yeah, but it must have been. But pretty... It was a lot of people, and it was. It so was how did that feel? Cool. You're in Jersey now. Here's the people you looked up to, the guys you call uncles. Yeah, it felt nice. It felt like um, sitting out there watching you. Uh, it felt nice because uh, I was kind of scared. So just to see. That, I I don't know if that scared me that much though seeing them out there because I I just it's like uh, when you know when I see Johnny Grishek here on Bruce I'm like that's got to be really cool but to him that's just normal it's yeah. normal and I don't know grow, growing up around these guys you know I remember Joe carrying me at uh Yanks you know around because I didn't want to you know walk and Joe Grishek would pick me up and he carried me around uh, so it was like. You know, it was it was like seeing people you knew out there. It was cool because I know right. uh, how much Joe means uh, to music and what he's to done. Delight day, delight day especially, but what he's done and what Durso and Shaky have done and what everyone there. So uh, not looking back on it, it was really cool. But in the moment, it just felt nice to see uh, familiar faces. And then you got asked back the next year to play Light of Day, uh, Kids Rock again. Uh, that was on a side stage, though, that time. Was that Kid Rock? Was it, was it Kid Rock? Kids Rock, yeah, it was Kids oh, Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was with yeah, I called up I, Bobby and Danny. Yeah, because you called up Bobby and Danny to uh, to join you, and you guys did a We great, crushed it, though. You did. You guys crushed it. That was it. really good. For, like, uh, that yeah. should have been a main show. We did really, that did really good. Act. Cause you guys did what? Light a day yeah, and big Cadillac. Of, yeah, yeah, and Bobby was like, yeah, it was great. Yeah, was, I, got, I still got pictures of two of you guys. I have jamming. that video. Yeah, I, was, I watched it a lot. That was a really good one. You can catch all these videos at EvanRollTelemusic.com. They're all up there, and you can turn her up. But uh, so that was cool. But then the next year, you got to play Light a Day. The, the Friday now the Friday night show has been one of our favorite shows. I mean that's uh, it's the Asbury Angel induction show. So they induct folks into the Asbury Angels, and, and it's always. You know, Grushecki and Nile and Malin and like everybody plays that show, and this time you got asked to play one of the acoustic sets yeah, there. So that, how'd cool. that feel? That must have been pretty cool. That was cool because like, um, you know, we like sports. It's like going to throw like you know a pass at Lambeau and maybe throwing <laughs> the first pitch at Fenway. It's pretty cool because I'd known about this place because of you, but obviously, it's 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 talked about a lot in the circle uh in this type of circle of music and and uh i hadn't been there well i already been there before with you but all my life it was kind of like this uh something i i'd never been to and something i only thought about and saw pictures of and the play there was kind of cool and then you know i tried to butter up the crowd and play a springsteen song and they took they took the bait and it felt really cool to see people in a different countries singing along with me and well it was cool because that particular year I remember when we were driving up, we were we were 
talking about, you know, what, what are you going to play? What songs are you going to play? And I said, you know, you should probably do all originals because, you know, you, you want to get those things out there. And uh, at the last second, because you've been playing a lot of gigs and you've been playing growing up, you said, well, you should start with a Springsteen song. And as soon as you opened up with those first few, how does it go? The first few chords. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. As soon as you did that, the entire crowd turned and went, wait a minute, this little kid up there, Let's we, we want to watch. And it was weird to see everybody kind of move to that. And it was the uh, Rob Toner uh, stage. And inf- yeah. unfortunately, he passed away. Uh, or Pat Toner. I Pat can't Toner. believe I said Rob. Pat Toner. Uh, actually, Pat uh, and I became friends uh, before he passed away just through Facebook, actually. So it was an honor that you were on that stage. But everybody cool. kind of came over that way. Yeah. And then once you had them singing and, uh, and then you got into your own stuff and uh, you killed it. And I think that year, didn't uh, Jake Matheson Jake came Madison up and saying, got to get gotta better? Got to get better that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So you're always bringing people up, which is which is pretty cool. And then last year... You got asked back, and this time you were playing in between Jared Clemens and the Late Nights and Miss Emily. Miss Emily was after. Yeah. But you started with your own songs, right? Would you play? Yeah, I played. Uh, probably got to get better because I usually take. Oh, and when I, I was a kid. And when I was a kid. Right. Did I play too? No. Already and promised land. So then, what I like about that place is they're never. It's hard to. Oh, it's yeah. hard to switch over. So the you know you kind of look over and see are we gonna play two songs or are we gonna get a third and they needed more time so they asked for a third and you kicked into Promised Land. No, you gotta. And how cool was that? You got to cater to the crowd. <laughs> and how cool they it were was, singing. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I try not to look. Well, there's, the lights are in my eyes, so I can't really see anything. But I heard people singing, and I was like, that's, that's better than I thought it was going to go. I'm you at know, the pony. That's, and that's and you already had a big crowd because everybody was there to see Jared and Miss Emily. Yeah. So the crowd was big. And every and I just remember sitting there. Now, for those listening, you know, it, most of you, if you're listening, probably know me and know that I've been listening to Bruce since... 1977 and you know going going to the stone pony for the first time was like going to the vatican to see the pope for me and being in new jersey was was just a thrill but now to to not only be in the stone pony but have your son on stage not only singing but people singing with him that's cool yeah that was pretty cool it's a good dad moment and i can only imagine for you you forget sometimes you forget how lucky you are and the cool things you do Never, never, never forget, because it's a, it's a, it's an honor and a blessing to do what you do, my friend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was pretty cool. So, other than your performances, what was, what were some of your favorite Asbury Park? Very easy. Yeah. Quite easy. Uh, yeah. Your memories from Asbury Park. So tell me what they. Well, there's been a, there's been quite a few. Uh, going on stage with Durso at the pinball. Yeah, that was because cool. I wasn't expecting it, and I was that was kind of like a. That's when I talk about uncle moments where, you know, they, they just see you in the crowd and they see you and they bring you up. And, uh, that, that is that, those are uncle moments when, you know, Joe says, come on stage and other Joe's come on stage. It's cool. But, uh, that definitely, uh, our first songwriters, we stayed and oh, yes. playing the chiefs and <laughs> that was a fun night. That was, it was a good game. It was a great, uh. Uh, it was a great show, but it was a great game too. So I remember that for sure. Yeah, that we saw two, this is a music show, but we saw two of the best games in a while that, that weekend. Night. <laughs> so <laughs> that uh, that's how I remember. And um, but the best was uh, being backstage and and uh, standing and watching Jesse. I think it was, and some dude bumped into me, and it was the dude that I've been idolizing since I was two, and. Um, you know, it was turned into watch where you're going to, Hey, you can have my, you know, 
spot if you like and, <laughs> and then you know backstage him walking by me and so that I mean, dude by the way folks that dude is Bruce Bruce in, case you're, really. in case you're not paying attention uh that would be Bruce I shouldn't call him that dude because people people think that like I know Bruce yeah like, he, people I, I, I was doing something someone asked me when was the last time I talked to Bruce I'm like I don't talk to Bruce <laughs> well you know what happens it's happened with me too is we come back and we tell these great stories and and you know we've got to meet him uh, thanks to our friends Joe Grushecki and Danny and and so on. So we've been we've been lucky enough to meet them. So, you know, that's more than most. So and because it's been multiple times, people think you must know him. But I'm, I know I'm not in his Rolodex. Someone asked if I called him now, would he answer? I said he <laughs> no, don't, he, he doesn't know his no, number. He, he no idea who the Rotella boys are, but that's okay. That's okay. We know who he is and we got to meet him and and it, it just to just to give a little bit of context to Evan's story, uh, I've been lucky enough to be backstage for pretty well all the ones that we've been to over the years uh at light of day and and so i kind of know the protocol and know what's going on and you know i've met bruce back there and i've seen him you know bruce is the kind of guy that if you leave him alone he'll stay and he'll just watch and he likes to watch music he you know i've seen him watch all the bands willie nile and and james maddox and stuff that he'll come out and just check them out and want to see uh so he was getting ready to play with jesse and i knew if we stood at a you know certain spot back there by by the uh curtains that this is where everybody has to walk on stage so we'll just kind of hang out here and uh you know. i did not think of that and so i thought of it and so that that particular time jesse Allen was playing and evan was standing i was standing beside the curtain evan was standing beside me and he had the same exact same moment i had with bruce springsteen he just looked over and right beside his shoulder there's bruce springsteen and he's like oh my god he's standing right beside me what do i do that was cool. nothing that's what mike Minervini told me i said what do i do and mike said don't say a word and he'll stay and he did stayed watched and then he jumped on and played with jesse came back thanked everybody went upstairs came back down for willie nile so you know and then he played with joe grushecki obviously like he always does so those are pretty cool moments and one that you didn't bring up but was one of my favorites and you were there you were sitting on the couches when uh he gave time to uh frankie spatafora before frankie before frankie passed away and he talked to him and uh you guys left me alone with him to go get frankie yeah, yeah. So you were upstairs really with weird. Uh, with some of the guys, and I don't uh, think Joe he knew Grushenke. what to say. No, I was standing right next to Bruce, and I I think he was just kind of he felt a little awkward. There was just me and him standing <laughs> and waiting for guys. Oh, this little kid. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was, yeah, I was cool. And Bruce is. Uh, I don't want people to think I know the guy, but obviously, uh, we saw him be really nice to Frankie, you know, and and meet Frankie and talk to him, and he's met How us. How great was he to you? He was, that, oh, he's that always been good. Up, right? He's who you want him to be. Yeah, he is. And uh, and kudos to him for doing that for so many years. Now, you've got, speaking of Bruce and, and people you know, <laughs> what's that? Those damn ticket prices. Though. Yeah, no, we're not talking. I don't <laughs> care about that. Um, he deserves every penny he, he gets. Does. You've met some pretty cool guests, or you've got some pretty cool guests uh, on your album, uh, including many of the Light of Day favorites. Uh, tell us who's on this upcoming album, because what a list. I posted it, and I couldn't believe it. We got uh, Bobby Mahoney, Joe Grishecki, Joe Durso, Dave Rave, who has become uh, a mentor and an idol of mine, Frankie Peterangelo, who I've always looked up to because he's a Niagara Falls legend and he can play any song you ask him to, uh, Jason Heath and Jason Federici, who've been unbelievably nice to me. They, they support all my stuff. Danny Gochner's on a couple songs. Uh, Jaffo's also on a couple songs. Steven Stanley's been beyond nice and, again, has no reason to be. He's been so He's been really supportive and... Uh, it's awesome because he's Stephen Stanley. Hello, hello. And Nicole Sermonera from Gin, uh, who's opening up for the Glorious Sons. Yeah, a couple Canal weeks. Days, which is awesome. 
Alistair Robertson, who's awesome. On the sax. On the sax. Mike Type, who came in and just completely changed three songs. Well, one song sounds like a Pink Floyd song. Yeah, so no, cool. he, he, he made it You guys it are going to be rolling blunts during that song. Yeah, and, and Joel Parisian, has, it was, he was awesome, too. What a piano and, player. Yeah, I know. And we saw him with... Uh, with Mark Rogers. With Mark, and it was really cool. Yeah, so you, you've got some some great, great folks on there. And it's kind of cool. It, it's funny how those songs got transformed. And, and actually, one of the songs, we actually brought in Friends. Your mom's in oh, there, yeah. and they're We're doing some hooting and hollering yeah. in the back, so that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. So, uh, now, are you doing CDs and vinyl? Yeah, we're doing both. We're going to do, uh, you know. We're doing CDs and vinyls. <laughs> of course I know. But yeah, you know. I know, I know. I appreciate <laughs> letting me take that one, but... Yeah, we are. We're doing CDs and vinyl. Yeah, and, and, and of course, I know all these. Yeah, so just this, play along with me here, buddy. I just uh, like the... Uh, <laughs> I know the answers yeah, cool. to all the questions I wrote, but you know, uh, you're my guest. So. Now, what are you going to do to celebrate this new album? Like, I mean, I know we got the CDs and vinyl coming. We're, you know, we're going to be doing all the social media posts. We're going to drink. We're going to drink. No, I, I don't drink that much. And so we're going to do a uh, re- release party. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to... I don't know what we're going to do yet. We're still trying to figure that out. but Well, because we have to wait and find out yeah. when the vinyl's coming in. We want to make sure the vinyl's... That was, yeah, that was Mark's suggestion, and I agree. It's going to be really cool. Uh, we're going to... I don't know. Can I say people? The people that are going to be in that band, or do we not know for sure? Well, no. I think we. I think it's going to be similar to the band that you've got. Uh, hopefully, Dave, will, Dave Ray will have the time to yeah. be there, too. But We have Mark and Miles, and... Yeah. And um, we'll bring in Frankie, Peter Angelo, and hopefully... Well, I, I don't think we've asked some of these people, but I'm asking them now. Nicole Sermonera, hopefully, <laughs> yes, they've will be all been a asked. couple. They're all uh, been, don't worry, your, your manager's been on the and case. And so, um, yeah, I mean, those. it's really cool to have... Well, I used to go see Frankie when I was young. I mean, I'm still young, I know, I'm, but like, I went to see Frankie when I was like 10 years old, playing with the Mad Hatters, and, yeah. and I, still, I still got Hearts and Sound on my playlist and stuff, so... Uh, it's really cool to have Frankie, and he's taught at my school, so it was kind of it was yeah, kind of cool to see cool. see teacher Frankie, and then rock star Frankie, who's like moonlights the rock star, and uh, Mark and Miles obviously, and Nicole, who like growing up I heard everything about Nicole because she was like the prodigy who was older than me, and everyone talked about yeah people were just talking about this, too, right? yeah people were just talking about mics. this chick who can shred, and that's how they like talked about her and and boy can she shred. yeah i know she's unbelievable and she's yeah no, she's crazy i always say if robert plant and amy uh winehouse <laughs> and uh janice joplin there. got put into a blender and you spread it out i think you got nicole yeah and no just she's in brilliant. like prince Jimmy she can play guitar Hendrix in there too and yeah she's so cool and and uh yeah it's gonna be an awesome awesome night and we'll yeah, party a little people bit will come out and uh We'll let you guys all know. Obviously, you know uh, me on Facebook with social media. You'll all know about it, and you can buy tickets and pick up uh, some vinyl and CDs and everything else. Uh, so, what's coming up for Evan Rotella the rest of the summer? And what do you got going on? The rest of the summer, we got a lot of uh, gigs. Yeah, I and um, any good shows you're going to see? Oh uh, yeah, well, there's a lot of good shows we're going to see tomorrow. We're going to see Counting Crows, which is going to be unreal. Oh, that's right. We got the Crows yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, you know that. You're there. That's uh, right. We got the Art Cows. Doing a campfire records, which is going to be really cool. Well, it's not called. Campfire, oh, Sammy Grasso, open Prince Edward County. Awesome. Glorious Sons a couple times. This, three times. Three times this year, including Canal Days. Jen at Canal Days. Hopefully, pop over see Sam Roberts band after yeah, I right. play at Canal Days. Another Light of Day man. They played Light yeah, of Day Hamilton. Of day. Um, that's, there's a lot this summer. I've, I've, oh, I'm going to see. I'm going to see Post Malone and Morgan Wall and my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Both you know? great. Both great. Just. You know, sometimes you get su- you get surprised because my girlfriend, who's now your mom, 
at the time. She she took me to see a few shows that I wasn't too keen on. Cher and boy, I, I, I like all. I music. became a, I became fan. So you never know what you're gonna see. I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. So you you and Izzy are busy. We're very busy. We're very busy with the with the gigs. Yeah, uh, we got a lot. What do you got this weekend? I think you got what the uh, keg culinary and the keg this weekend. So the keg's culinary Friday dropout. culinary dropout in Fawn Hill. Yeah, you just finished so a nine. Yes, hit, your nice. your last nine gigs of your 18-year-old life were in 10 days. You See how many Red Sox games good. I missed in that, in that nine days? <laughs> and those of you listening, he misses them, but he still keeps it on his phone no matter where he is. He's got oh, his yeah, Red Sox. That's very important. He's still a little obsessed with his uh, with his sports, but that's all right. Uh, one day, it'll be all music. Right, buddy? Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all music all the time. No, you'll, Sundays. you'll always love your Red Sox, your Cowboys, and your Sabres. So, listen, I want to thank you uh, for coming out. I know you're going to no, you're going to play us out. Happy 19th birthday. We're Thanks. going to you had your favorite lunch at Lupo's Little Italy. Let's go have some wings. We're going to go have some wings at Yanks Old Niagara. Uh, and you got a bottle of Padron waiting for you, so we're all going to do a little celebratory shot later. I also want to thank uh, all of our family who pitched in to get you that oh, Gretsch guitar, yeah. and and your girlfriend brought you the case, and her parents bought you straps, so you're uh, you're all good, you're all good and ready this to go. This is a good birthday. I want to thank you for having me on and bringing your kid on the show, and you know, birthday 19. If I was born, into, I always tell people if I was born into another house, there's no way I would have done this. This guy's taken me everywhere, and um, he's got a. If if I work hard, it's because I got you know work ethic from my dad who, you know. Weeks leading up to the show is doing uh, <laughs> is doing his homework and he's figuring out he's carrying you know sound systems with me to shows and and he's listening to my songs and so you know you got a good uh, radio show host but I got I got definitely the best dad I I'd be working at Pizza Pizza if I had a different dad <laughs> I would not be able to do what I did so thank you oh sure get me all choked up you know how easy it is I, to get me that was the bet over under. <laughs> Minus three sixty on Ukraine. It was funny because I was thinking at the wedding that you were playing at the other day, and they were doing, and, and Pete Clardy was speaking, and uh, oh, wow. I, I thought to myself, one day I'm going to have to speak at Evan's wedding, and I, I can't do anything without crying. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Wait till you turn fifty; things change. And after my dad passed, it just seems like it's waterworks all the time. I don't know, but yeah, it's getting it's old. Sorry, right. it happens. It's getting old. It's not old. Oh man, if I, I read something bad, uh, you know, on Facebook, so I get teary eyed. So, anyways, F, thanks for coming out. Happy birthday! Listen, Thank you. I, I cannot wait for this album. You know, I'm a vinyl junkie, so I can't wait to put that thing and on the turntable and drop the needle and and have in my record collection of 2,000 albums, one by my son. Yeah, that's, that's going to be really cool. That's pretty damn cool. That's <laughs> awesome. That's pretty cool. Well, buddy, I'm very proud of all you've done, and I know oh. you're going to play us out. But before you play us out, i got a little housekeeping. I want to thank our sponsor, Lupos Little Italy, located in the Canadian Tire Plaza on Morrison Street in Niagara Falls. Authentic Italian food in a food truck. Visit them today. You can go to luposlittleitaly.com, order and then get there, and it'll be ready for you. So you can order online before you even go. That's what I do. I show up, and John Franco's got our veal and meatball sandwiches ready for the two of us. So Lupo's Little Italy here in Niagara Falls. Uh, thanks for uh, sponsoring June and May for us here. Uh, Ev's getting ready to play a song for us. Don't forget, you can catch all of our shows, including this one, on Spotify. Just search for Just Around the Corner right here at 4680Q.com. Click on Podcasts. You'll see Just Around the Corner in the podcast list. And 
you're going to be able to find us on Apple Podcasts very shortly. I'm just working on that now. It's been a great day, uh, great uh, hour for episode 18. Like I said, I've been looking forward to this since I put it in the calendar to have your own son on the show who's got some real stuff to talk about. It's not just, uh, this isn't just a game. He's uh, he's taking this thing seriously, and I'm very proud of all he's done, and I can uh, only wish you the best moving forward, but I think you're going to take uh, care of that yourself. We're going to end today's birthday edition of Just Around the Corner with another song live in studio by our birthday boy. So I have... Do us a favor, play us out, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday at 4 o'clock. And don't forget to enjoy every sandwich. We're just around the corner. All right, it's called Gotta Get Better. I got your picture in my wallet Reminds me of home I take it out and look at it Every time I feel alone It happens more often than I'm proud of Three, four times a day I stay to match and light the fire Listen to the music play I've forgotten the old stories and I long to think about I found that nothing really matters that all these things run out I was told when I was young That all good things come to an end There's no certainty in life But on this you can depend So turn on the radio Turn the music up as loud as it can go Sing a song like Eddie Better Things can't get worse, they gotta get better. Okay, the TikTok is for you. Thanks for checking back in. In the diner's dark and empty, the cars are all gone that filled this empty parking lot. From 4 p.m. till dawn, filled with mothers, fathers, daughters, and no will unite. When things were said, the high school kids would go outside and fight In the swimming pool on Delta Street where me and Jane would meet him Friday night, stand at the Magic Lounge, I'd sweep her off her feet John and Luke worked at the Delta, they laid us in past dark We went out looking for fires, but we couldn't find a spark loud as it can go Sing a song like any better Things can't get worse They gotta get better Don't call me daughter Not fair to me A picture kept with remind me Don't call me daughter Not fair to me Janie running to my door Sometimes I wish things would go back to the way they were before Janie's got a husband now A couple little kids John and Luke ain't talk 
since college Cause of some Johnny Den So turn on the radio Turn the music up Loud as it can go Sing a song like Eddie Vedder Things can't get worse They gotta get better They gotta get better They gotta get better They gotta get better Things gotta start to get better Thanks, Ev. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you.